Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, the 23rd of November and the day before Thanksgiving. I hope that uh, your week has gone well as you prepare for uh, time with family and friends heading into Thanksgiving. Remember that, uh, hey, the markets are still open today and they'll open again on Friday. So uh, just tomorrow off. We'll check those and more when Dave joins us here up next. old she's still hot as a pistol it's 8 40 now 20 before nine yeah i'm old so old ladies turn me on what can i say time to check in on your money and uh, get me out of trouble here what's going on with your ira at 401k philip statler from statler financial services is on the line this morning philip good morning how are you hey good morning dave doing well today sorry i missed out yesterday but uh Hey, getting ready for Thanksgiving, as I know other folks are too, but hey, we got one more day uh, in the market now, and then, uh, you know, the market's back up on Friday. Absolutely, and it wasn't a bad day yesterday. By the way, I told everybody that Statler Financial Services, the clients come first, and that's why you canceled out on me, so I trust everybody understood. <laughs> yep, yep, had to go see a couple clients at 7 o'clock in the morning, so that, uh, uh, you know, makes it a little I tough to make 8.30. And that's true, although working at 7 a.m. is something that generally is my purvey and not yours. <laughs> Good day yesterday, up almost 400 points on the Dow. Uh, NASDAQ was up by 150. That was 1.36%, same percentage rate increase on the S&P. Uh, the big blue chip index was uh, 53 and a half. That was a pretty doggone good day. Uh, now we get to that big data dump we told everybody was going to happen on Monday morning, was set for today, and boy, is it a pile. And I, 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 my fear is that I'm looking at uh, Good news is bad news because our durable goods orders, we were expecting about a four-tenth of a percent increase last month, went up one full percent. And once you got rid of transportation, it still was up considerably more than the marketplace expected it to be. I'm seeing my cynicism is going in there. I mean, the market is half expecting a half-point rise with the uh, with the Federal Reserve at the first part of December, and I'm still thinking I've got more ammo here for a three-quarters of a percent rise than I want to think about. Yeah, we definitely are. I mean, it's, it's um, I mean, looking at it, it, it looks like good news, right? And good news is not necessarily good news for the markets. Uh, we got durable goods. I mean, that's a substantial increase over last uh, month. And then... Um, even with the, the core capital equipment orders, that's a huge difference. I mean, it was down eight-tenths of a percent the month before, mm -hmm. up seven-tenths this month. So that's a that's a pretty big swing. Yeah, all real good news for the economy. It's just that when we're hoping that the Federal Reserve will say, well, let's give it a little bit of time to let these interest rate increases bake in, this is not the information they're looking for. And we haven't even killed off home sales completely. Two weeks in a row, the number of mortgage applications coming in actually went up. And uh, the Fed's trying to get those to go down. So uh, evidently, people are discovering they got a boatload of equity in their homes, so they're not buying homes as fast as they were a year or two ago. But they're still buying homes as they discover that even a 7% mortgage doesn't sound so bad when you got got 100000 more equity than you thought you had. Well, that's true. And it'll be interesting at 10 o'clock when the new home sales number comes out, um, because that comes out today and that'll be kind of telling too, as terms of what new home sales are, are selling at. 
Absolutely. And that's always a market mover. The other market mover coming on later on today is at 2 p.m. We get the minutes from the last Federal Reserve Open Market Committee meeting. And uh, from my nickel, I'm going to be looking to see just how firm these birds are on keeping the really high interest rate increases coming. We've been saying for the last couple of weeks that, you know, hope springs eternal. And we've got traders on the market floor saying that they think that we're going to uh, pivot a little bit with the December meeting and maybe go down to only a half a percent increase. And, uh, you know, ladies and germs, I'm just not ready to buy into that line of bull. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, Dave. I mean, there's a lot of hot stuff still happening, still a lot of growth um, when, when we look at things. And so I just don't see, and, and given the change in the Federal Reserve Board coming on in January, I just got to think that we're going to get that bigger increase. I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, you and me both. I mean, I really want to see them let the uh, interest rate increases they've done bake in for a little while before we uh, hit the economy with another two by four. But you bring up a valid point that uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. The Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee changes membership on the 1st of January, and the handicappers out there on Wall Street say the new members going on are more likely to be dovish on interest rate increases than the hawks that we've had for the last year or so. And that means that the ones that are on there that are really gung-ho for really whacking the economy with interest rate increases are going to take the advantage they've got for the last uh, meeting of the year and uh, push for higher interest rates. So, I mean, all the factors, including good news for the economy, are adding up for another two-by-four to the head coming up on December 16th, and hence my cynicism continues. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But, we, you know, we have to wait and see. Hopefully the minutes will give us some indication um, we'll know at 2 o'clock, though. Oh, yeah, and it's, it may very well be a seismograph, depending upon what the uh, what the minutes say. And it's going to be interesting because by 2 p.m. this afternoon, it helps to remind everybody that uh, free eggnog at the door always draws the craters out a little bit early. So it's going to be kind of a ghost town up there after about 2 this afternoon. And a, uh, a surprising change could make a substantial change on some of the indexes, too, because trading lightens up a lot on Thanksgiving Eve. It does. You know, that's right. People are heading out. They're taking a half a day off and, and, and taking off a little early. Absolutely. Uh, so we've got uh, not bad news so far this morning on the futures. or any of the reports that are going to move us at all market-wise this morning? I gather John Deere Green is uh, turning some green this morning. It really is. They, they had a good quarter. They, they had better than expected both profit and revenue. Um, they did, and they did issue an upbeat outlook uh, for the year. Uh, they benefited from, you know, some positive things coming out of just the farming industry needing needing new, new equipment um, and increased infrastructure investment. So that's helped them as well. They are trading up about 2.8% this morning. And you know, they're not a cheap stock, Dave. They're, they're trading right now like $428 a share. I was going to say, you start bumping your nose on $430 a share. <laughs> That's a pretty big increase. I was showing it right toward the top of my uh, big winner list a few minutes ago. It looks like it's leveled off a little off of my delayed quotes. Yeah, it, it has. It has. It had been up as much as 4% this morning, but uh, has whittled down just a little bit. The other one I have for you is HP. Uh, this one is, this HP is the one that makes the personal computers. Uh, mm -hmm. and it gets a little confusing because they split into two companies, but uh, they uh, they had a, a couple of things. One, 
they, they had a, a good a good quarter, better than expected profits and revenue. However, um, they did announce, and, and this was kind of stockholders like this, uh, mm-hmm. they're going to cut 10% of their workforce over the next three years. So that's going to be about 6,000 to 7,000 employees will lose their job over the next three to over the next one to three years. Um, that explains why they're yep. going up. Because yesterday morning they were tanking along with Dell after Dell put out some uh, really soft guidance for the upcoming quarter, and they were dragging Hewlett Packard down along with them. Hewlett Packard responded before they put out their report this morning. Yeah, they did, and then they also, you know, the reason for this is again they're having an extended slump in the personal computer space, which is kind of what Dell said yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But. But they're getting a bump. They're up 2.2% this morning after closing up. Actually, they ended up closing up yesterday, three quarters of a percent. So um, not, not, not a bad way to start the day for them. Interesting. I'm noticing that my big winners from my delayed quotes to your current quotes are all a little softer than they were. And I'm seeing a, a change in the futures as well this morning. we got to make note of the fact that that interest rate inversion you and I have been talking about got even bigger. Yesterday morning, I made note of the fact that we were a full 50 basis points. In other words, a better part of a half a percent difference in rate between the 30-year Treasury note and the two-year Treasury note. And I, looking at my quotes here today... I'm looking at 60 basis points now between the two of them. The interest rate inversions are getting more substantial, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. They're creeping and they're getting even wider now. And so uh, that's going to be kind of interesting to watch. But we do have the, you know, the five and 10 year back under four. And so um, that's some, some good news there on interest rates. So they're looking out further thinking interest rates are going to come down. But short term, it looks like interest rates are going to continue to be high. Yeah, geez, four and a half, four, three quarter percent on a two year bond just absolutely blows my mind. I think it's been 15 years since I've seen that. <laughs> or All right, so the, I'm not you. So the other thing I have for you, I got a couple. Say, what are we doing 45 minutes early? I want to give you a couple. I got two that are in the okay. retail industry that I think are, are going to be kind of telling. Nordstrom reported, and they beat on top and bottom line. However, they cut their profit outlook. Uh, for the rest of this year, obviously they're getting beat up down 8.4% this morning. And then guess uh, the clothing maker, they, uh, they had a challenging quarter and didn't do as well as expected um, uh, across all spectrums. And they reduced their outlook down 6.3% this morning. So retail's getting okay. beat up a little bit today. Evidently. I'm sorry. I thought we I thought we were done with the quote. <laughs> now, nice. we so, now what are we doing 45 minutes before we open? We're going to have some red ink, it looks like, to start the day off. Uh, Dave, we got the Dow down a little over a tenth of a percent, almost $50. Same thing with the S&P 500, down almost $5. The NASDAQ actually just ticked uh, green. Uh, the NASDAQ 100 up $2. I don't think it'll stay there, but that's where we're going to start the day right now anyway. Hey, on the other side of the coin, we got silver up a little over a half a percent to $21.17 an ounce, gold down a quarter. Crude oil is making a huge drop this morning, Dave, down three and a half percent right now to $78.20 a barrel. Got any idea why of that? I don't have any news items. I that have not seen it. anything. No, everybody's going to be traveling. I think it'd be up. 
Uh, that was uh, that's kind of what I would have expected. So I'm surprised at that. Overseas markets, the Asian rim up fractionally at the close at 6 a.m. European markets are getting more mixed as they update. Looking at our futures and our economic reports, we're kind of frittering either side of the zero mark across the European continent this morning. Keeping tabs on retirement, making sure where the risk factor in yours is, finding it takes an expert. How do I find you to get those expert eyes? Hey, Dave, to schedule a time to talk to us about our core retirement design, where we'll help you design the retirement you always dreamed of, give us a call at 863-382-0037. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. All righty, and back here on the radio, I'll be here tomorrow morning to tell you what's going on in the foreign markets because fat disc jockeys do work on Thanksgiving Day. As for you, Philip, you have a blessed Thanksgiving, and I appreciate it all. All right, buddy, you have a great Thanksgiving, and everybody else out there have a blessed Thanksgiving as well, and we will talk to you soon. All righty, that's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, everybody. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your week's gone well. Again, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with family and friends, and I will talk to you soon.